Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. A very quick thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon. Flavio, Pete Viteri, and Francesco Rosati. Thank you all for your support. And of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to continue what we do here. It truly means so, 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 so much. uh, Because really, it allows us to, in our patron group chat, have a therapy session which we need, it appears now, on a semi-weekly basis because what we were subjected to at the weekend, Andy, was... How do I put this kindly? I'm trying to find the correct words to give it balanced judgment. Oh, come on. It was exciting. Uh, Say it was exciting. uh, Please say it. Okay, hold on. It was exciting. Are, are we including the first half when you use the word exciting? Does that include the uh, first half? Because if that what, is, then... What first half? I don't... I, I only remember a, a game that was 45 minutes long. I don't... I, it, I, I mean... We, I, I think I tuned into the wrong game if you're, if you're asking me about the first yeah, half. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way. That way we can leave with a decent taste in our mouths. <laughs> so the first half, okay. just in terms of... Uh, horrific nightmare abysmal crap garbage whatever negative adjective uh, you prefer to use to describe what we were subjected to within those first 45 minutes they uh, are all applicable because uh, listen i'm sure if we went through match by match we potentially could find a half that was worse than that but that one was pretty close to without a doubt in my opinion at least within the top two to three of the season just in terms of horrible in every way shape there was no nothing positive came about from that first half there was nothing that you could say oh well he had a good save he did a good action he did a good uh, set piece so on and so forth zero there was nothing in that first half nothing Correct. Okay. No. That correct. Was, that, that no, I thought. I thought maybe you no, had come up with something, and I no, thought, oh shit! No, what did I, I was miss? not gonna. No, no. It just it was a it was a disgraceful, horrendous uh, first half where we basically were subjected to a team that was clearly sleepwalking, a team of players that were completely unprepared, and quite, quite honestly, I, I. I think I some part of me expected the to see that kind of difference between attitudes because uh Hellas Verona this season are a team that will you know will have a go at you from the get go. They will you know they're a team that tries immediately to go for uh for for the opponent. They don't they don't wait around because they know if they wait wait around they risk too much. And and Roma were just too complacent and um once again, you have to ask yourself what kind of, you know, what do these players think they've achieved in order to to come out like that, looking that complacent, that, you know, just that satisfied to be pretty mediocre. And um, within 20 minutes, it looked like the game was over because the, the amount of pressure that Verona put on us and we failed you know, to to react in any sort of meaningful way was really embarrassing. Bottom of the barrel stuff. Um, 
you know, uh, a first half that you hope you're not going to see again for a long time, but you know that you're going to see again pretty soon. Um, but it, it, it was just a glaring difference in, in approach. And uh, considering the run that Roma have been on and, and the up and down results, um, it, that kind of approach, that kind of attitude should not be part of the menu. And uh, I, I really don't understand how some of these players can can go out there, perform the way they do, and uh, and then go back out there for the next game and look exactly the same. It just, that's really, it's uh, that's troubling. That's troubling to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, listen, most of the time when... Uh... La, La Sensi, she comes out and speaks, as she does so often tend to do, uh, with things concerning Roma and inserting herself into talking points, even though she hasn't been... Which relevant. is not really great. I mean, the, no, she's not been no, the greatest no. of presidents and uh, the greatest of owners. I don't understand. You know, it's like, do we really have to be subjected to this? Well, right. I mean, if we really want to revisit some of the things that she did, I, I mean, we can... We can fill hours worth of stuff she and her sister when the club was in trouble refinancing Trigoria so they can take out the cash for their personal use I mean we can go down the list of just yeah, things lovely that, stuff mm -hmm. I, I mean the way she has really spun her tenure to make it uh, appear as yeah, if yeah. she was a uh, yeah. yeah, daddy's uh, daughter I, yeah the, I mean the she's really child. painted herself as like oh yeah this handholder who uh, guided the club from her father into the golden hands of James Palotta and that she did nothing wrong she loved the club she did everything responsibly I, I mean truly the way she has spun these things is beautiful yeah, yeah. It, it is beautiful <laughs> I have to applaud her in that sense because her, <laughs> uh, her her work in public relations is clearly very very good but she did say something that in a way not fully but I, I kind of agree to an extent as to what she is saying she said in this long Facebook post about how Roma have been underwhelming and all of this other garbage. But one of the things she said was that, you know, these two young guys who scored the goal, so obviously we know in the second half you have Bove and you have Valpato, um, basically giving Roma a get-out-of-jail-free card. Now, Bove, I thought that finish was sensational. I, I mean, it was, it was perfect by the millimeter. I, I mean, it really was a good finish. She was saying, uh, Rosella Sensi, she was saying that, you know, a lot of... A lot of the players within the team, even the senior ones, they need they need to sort of take a lesson or look at these players as a point of reference, um, especially the joy they had on their face. She was more so getting to the point, this is what it means to play for Roma, this is what it means for the supporters, so on and so forth. And to an extent, I do think she's right, but I also think kind of something you said about this team at points feeling like they are... Hmm, above the opponent they are above or better than whoever they are facing they they do tend and i again what you can't uh, what you i try to attribute as much as i can again to stupidity ignorance naivete whatever that is i don't know andy if roma if they enter these matches either naive uh, ignorant arrogant whatever it is i don't know if you've noticed but in these post-match interviews, because Cristante, 
he said it last weekend after he uh, he got the got the draw for Roma at the very end. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've yeah. heard in these in the mix zone and the post match interviews on the zone where they say we came out with the wrong attitude. It's not as if they're saying we got our tactics wrong. It's not as if we're saying mm-hmm. we made a mistake. It is not as if they're saying, "Oh, we just didn't finish well." I can't tell you how many times I have read them saying in these post match interviews Oh, several yeah. players. We got our attitude wrong. How do you get your attitude wrong match after match after match after match? No. That's what I want to know because for those oh, yeah. of you blaming Mourinho, <laughs> okay, fine. If you want but, to blame Mourinho, fine. Uh, I, I completely disagree with you wholeheartedly, uh-huh, but uh-huh. Uh, I mean, that team in the first half, they had no organization tactically. No, no, no. Zero. no. And, and, but, and it, but, but, but I guess from your perspective, what I'm asking you, how is it you can have a team time and time and time and time and time again every single weekend? They say we came out with the wrong attitude. I'm sorry. That is nothing to do with if, the manager. Yeah. Zero. No, no, no. But and then to your point, if you listen, go back. If somebody goes back to any post-match interview after the, say, 7-1 to beating from Fiorentina in the Coppa Italia, I, I assure you, you'll find somebody say, we came out with the wrong attitude in that game. If you go looking for uh, any quote from any player after that debacle with Spezia when we introduced six players or whatever the case was and, and, uh, and we lost, not only because of that, but we lost in general, you'll find also there problem with the attitude um uh, first year under di francesco where we go in and say oh the, the coppa italia this year is gonna be great and then we drop out against the torino i believe by losing one to nil or something like two to nil um attitude as well so i think that's why and and uh and that's why i think going back to all of the larger theme of uh Mourinho, a lot of fans seem surprised or and even the media i love how the media are are absolutely going insane that the majority of the fan base or at least the ones that attend the uh, stadio olimpico go to the home games go to the away games they stick to Mourinho. Why? Why is it that we cannot throw the latest name under the bus? Because we've seen this movie way too many times. And somebody on Twitter had this magnificent thread that I, which I, I bookmarked because I liked it a lot, and I, th- I, I think it says a lot. Imagine that in, um, in 2021, so a year ago, uh, Roma get somebody like Vincenzo Italiano, right? So they they play nice football. And they seem to. They seem to have developed some sort of identity. And uh, they don't do wonders. They don't read Champions League football, but they still do pretty well. They do, they, they do okay. Uh, and once again, after a season of pretty okay, you know, nothing exceptional, uh, a lot of players get renewed. A lot of players get renewed. Uh, the sentiment is this team is is good enough. You know, we are maybe we're unlucky. Maybe this, maybe that. We can we can move on with these guys. Maybe we can achieve better objectives next year. But the year after that, the results, the 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 style of the style of football, the identity are more or less gone. And all of a sudden, you find yourself in the middle of the season uh, having to sack your coach. That's basically the the storyline of uh, Fonseca, of Eusebio Di Francesco. 
you know, most of all in these in these recent years, that's been, if you look at the Francesco, first year, wonderful, everybody gets renewed. Uh, second year, not so much, manager gets thrown out. Fonseca, the same, more or less after that first year, f- first two months of the of the second year, the consensus was Fonseca out. With Mourinho, you can't do that. You get Mourinho, you stick with Mourinho because you are going to find out who deserves to stay here, who has a place, who belongs here, what works, what doesn't, who's functional, who isn't, um, what needs to be improved, what can stay the same. There are no excuses here for for several players. And when you look at the game like the Hellas Verona game, the, the difference, again, is not in the ability, the the technical ability, the quality of the players themselves. Because, uh, you know, I uh, I have a hard time believing that uh, Karsdorp is is uh, a worse player than than uh, some of Verona's fullbacks, you know. Um, I, I, I really do. But it's the difference in attitude. It's the difference in approach. It's the difference of mentality of... Being hungry, Verona were hungry. Um, they dropped off in the second half because they spent too much energy, which was expected for a side like that, which are again not used to dominating an away game against a bigger opponent. Uh, you you spend energy, and and so their collapse was, I guess, inevitable to to a degree. Still, there was merit, obviously, to the substitutions, to the changes made. Um, but at the same time, the, 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 the difference between the two sides is the, the attitude. And the attitude, going back to your point and going back to what I said earlier, is something that we've, uh, we've criticized years and years. That's, that's the, that's the storyline right there, the attitude. The, the fact that there is a point in time where players get by just by saying nice words in interviews and then when it comes to playing when it comes to the actual sport they go out there and they look defeated they look disinterested they make very basic stupid mistakes and it costs the team a lot of points especially when you look at our you know competition the opposition that don't do uh don't do well they go out there and play equally bad and you don't take advantage of it that's that again, that's the storyline right there. It's not the first time I'm seeing it. So, if we are sticking with Mourinho, is because there is a much deeper problem that cannot be solved by sacking yet another manager. What that will be, 18th manager in in since the Scudetto, I believe, something like that. Somebody said, it, I think it was 17 managers. Um, mm, not because that, wow, that's. That, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. You know, I that, haven't. That's, got, I haven't been depressed enough to go through and count. But thank imagine, you to whoever did yeah. that. <laughs> but imagine. You know, that's that shows the that shows that uh, whatever decisions were made in the past didn't work. It doesn't work. So if 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 not sticking to the manager did not work, then let's try and, and stick with him. And I believe that's the consensus. That's the consensus among the fan base. That's the consensus among the management is that we there is a problem. There is a problem. Why, why has this Roma team failed to achieve its objectives in recent years? Why are there underlying problems that continue to haunt this team? We have to wait and see. 
we have to wait and see. We cannot, you know, take any uh, rushed measures. We cannot make any rushed judgments and decisions. We have to wait and see. If it means suffering, if it means looking at a first half of Roma-Verona, where Verona are, are clearly the better team, then be it. If that exposes the, the real problems, if that helps the team move on forward and improve in the, in the long term, then be it. And I, I, at least I am willing to, to go down this path. I know it's going to be painful because, again, it's just shameful. Shameful, the difference in attitudes, different approach. But, uh, man, we've seen, the, you know, I, we've been doing this for quite some time. And uh, there is always these, I mean, this is not the first time we go and, and talk about a game the, the way we are talking about now Roma-Verona. It's it's some, it's some a movie we've seen time and time again. Um and usually we know the ending to it. Uh, I do believe that now the Friedkins know that there is there is an alternate ending here, and uh, they don't want to go down the path that 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 uh, the previous ownerships and 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 and, and previous projects uh, had gone down because um, too many projects have been scrapped, too many uh, too many teams, too many investments made, and then for what? Um, so again, I think that. It's a shame and it's a pain in the ass, but if you really want to sort of unravel the 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 you know the the issues, the really troubling issues that continue to haunt these teams, this is this is the way to go, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. And I assume then, just based upon what you're saying, and based upon again what you brought up earlier about I, I don't want to name him. It's been difficult for me to see him getting uh, uh, annihilated uh, on Twitter. But I, I think we're talking of the same guy. But having said that, I assume then all of the... Not all of the... Because I, I do think, of course, the manager... There, there is a part to play. But in your view then, like me, this whole thing of Mourinho out doesn't play well to you or make sense because for me and i've been saying this time and time again if you're willing to run jose Mourinho, the most successful manager that has stepped foot in trigoria in two decades which for a lot of people that even listen to this podcast andy that exceeds their entire lifetime so for them jose Mourinho is the most successful manager that they will have at least to this point have experienced at Roma. For me, it is crazy to even be discussing it. For for, for that to even be within the, the discussion right now so misses mm-hmm. the bigger picture as to what yeah. the real issues are here. Because look, a lot of these guys that are in the team, okay, let's go through some of these guys who are playing pivotal roles. Okay, so you have, uh, you have two guys, Andy, that Jose Mourinho was in Manchester for all of two seconds before he told two of these guys, Mkhitaryan and Smalling, who are playing huge roles at Roma, it took him all of 10 seconds to tell them to get out. Get out. So he's having to rely on guys who before he already deemed not good enough. He's having to uh, rely on Brian Cristante at the heart of his midfield. So we are working with guys who, or I'm sorry, he's working with guys who he has stated previously 
he does A, not rate them, or he's having to work with many of uh, the scrap, okay, from Ramon Monchi that again, we all know, and this is a good, I, I don't mean this as any disrespect to Brian Cristante, but he is not or should not be the focal point of a midfield. I don't think I'm saying anything too too harsh or... Uh, no, no, I, but... I, I guess my thing is, this guy is here, and if you are thinking of sacking him now, regardless of what you think about everything else surrounding the team, the club, transfer market, whatever, okay? This guy is dealing with... It's like him dealing... You say that I have a Lamborghini, but actually I have an engine from a Fiat. I have a, a, a transmission from, uh, I, I don't know, like a, a, a Ford Pinto or something, okay? I, I'm working with a lot of spare parts here that have already shown to not be reliable, so you're not even giving him really a fair opportunity at this moment. No, now, yeah. No, yeah. the yeah. thing that I did see people, because I, I said something akin to this on, on Twitter, and somebody hit me back with, well, well, did Paolo Fonseca, did you give him that? Uh, did you give him that benefit of the doubt? Well, no, because Paulo Fonseca hasn't won anything near Jose Mourinho. So I think there's a clear differentiation. And, and by the way, just as an aside, the more I see Paulo Fonseca's name come up, I, j, j, please stop with this. Please, please stop. We're, 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 we're being tortured enough, okay? I don't need to know what uh, Paulo Fonseca is sit, doing sitting on his backside in his flat in uh, in Rome still probably no i think no i think he moved okay I think well he moved. Yeah. regardless it it pains me to see people still bringing his name up but having said that i guess ultimately what it what it comes down to is i if you had a higher tolerance for like Eusebio di francesco yet you're already Mourinho out i guess i would want to know what exactly where do you draw the line like what is it for you right. that ultimately makes it uh, just untenable for you personally. Because I think the fact that we are even, the fact that Jose Mourinho is even under discussion, I find to be absurd. Like, if you could make a list of 10 things wrong with this team right now, Andy, would Jose Mourinho make that top 10? Because for me, no, he wouldn't. But but the, the once again, the thing is that, and please go back if you somebody can can and wants to go go back to the episode where John and I talk about when Mourinho was first appointed. The idea was not win now, 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 this this second. The idea wasn't win the scudetto next season. The idea was this is three years of of a contract. This is a man who has won everything. He's coming here to change something. Maybe not deliver us. Our, you know, our, the, the the scudetto with Brian Cristante holding it up over his head, um, uh, you know, maybe Justin Clivert returning from loan and <laughs> and uh, becoming the legend of the city. No, but but the the idea was to change something that was clearly wrong, clearly wrong, and. I really I challenge anybody to look at you know the the these past transfer windows and say oh that was enough you're sure that was that was helpful no the Roma are still still working on things and and um you know as as we're talking uh our friend Filippo Biafora just uh posted a very interesting twitter that some uh, tweet that, that some some players um are unhappy with their with their uh situation regarding a potential contract renewal i think that's blink blink uh, on 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 somebody like vertu, vertu. Um, 
Cristante as well. There are, you know, several players. Uh, and, and and that's, again, that's like a, that's like a tradition, right? Yeah, that, I, well, you know it, what? Hold a, on. I have to interrupt. You know what? Good. Because you know what happened no, previously for the last 10 years? We handed course, anybody yeah. who wanted a renewal. Yeah, of it course. Was, oh, that's what I go. meant. Here you go. That's what I said. Remember, yes. that's why I brought up, uh, you know, the previous years. Uh Di Francesco's first season, as wonderful as it is, that Champions League semifinal was a blessing and a curse as well. Think of how many players uh, were renewed at that point. How how much faith and trust was put into a, a squad that was good, but was it you know that good? What, what, you know, it's not for nothing that the next season afterwards was one of the biggest flops um, because there is this constant idea that here you can be okay. You can do maybe something something out of the blue and that will be enough for a lifetime, right? And and you'll you'll live as king. You'll be you'll be happy. You'll be satisfied. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at Santon, the life is living, you know? Um, that's okay. So it's good. It's good that these problems are being exposed. Sure, are there decisions that Mourinho could handle better on the pitch? Maybe some substitutions, maybe the formation. He needs to go back to the four-man defense instead of the three-man defense. This doesn't look good. This does look good. Why is he not? You know, I totally get that. But it's pretty clear to me that the management have agreed. Sure, we need to stay competitive. But this is not a make-or-break season. This is a season where the truth comes out. The truth comes out about the worth of several individuals. And it's not even about whether they are good or bad players. They can be good players. I think, for example, Karlsdorper is a good player. Are they functional to the team? Are they functional? Somebody like Cristante, not a bad player. A player that can can come in handy, but is he functional to the team? Can the team play without him? Can the team be good without him? Can or can he play a role in the future? These are evaluations that need to be made, and they can only be made when when the team is showing its true colors. They're showing they're showing their true colors. They're they're going out there without any sort of bite, without any sort of uh, willingness to 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 say, you know what, we're playing like crap, and we shouldn't. This is Hellas Verona. For God's sake, it's not Real Madrid. We're at home. We're at the Stadio Olympic. We have the whole fan base here. The the whole look at these the supporters chanting for us for the entire ninety minutes. Let's do something. Let's play for them. They don't have that. They don't have that. Some do. Some don't. It's important to see what works and what doesn't. I think that ultimately the you know after years of where it was again. It was just just good enough, you know, just good enough. The like like uh, several several seasons where the conclusion was we did okay, and and that's not enough. That's not enough f- to to improve the team. That's not that's that that's not a good enough conclusion where you can actually go out and say, you know what, uh, let's make these let's make these changes. You really need a, a season where the truth comes out. And you can with a with a with a with a you know with a, with calm and and sort of understanding uh, read the situation and uh, and make several decisions um, 
that hopefully lead to a better future because the past this past decisions didn't work it's pretty clear by now we realize what worked and what didn't and we mostly agree that a lot of stuff doesn't click anymore it just doesn't it doesn't work it won't work so if you need to hit rock bottom if if you need to play a shitty 45 minutes against Hellas Verona in order to be competitive in years to come then so be it but to focus on one single aspect say oh Pinto made the wrong decision by bringing in Vina that's why we're not competitive or by saying oh Mourinho is not reverting back to a back four that's that's why we're not succeeding that's that's really it doesn't it doesn't encapsulate even a, a tenth of of the issue so Roma are riddled with issues Roma have uh, several unresolved situations that they have been putting off for far too long if this is the season that exposes these issues then so be it I'm 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 okay to suffer a little bit um, to watch 45 minutes of dreadful football if it means that decisions will be made uh certain decisions that wouldn't have been made in the past because that's the point that the point the Rome are trying to make under the Friedkins with Mourinho that's why you appointed Mourinho is to not be the same Roma that you were a few years ago you want to move on tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year oh yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, things like renewals, okay? Do you remember how easily it seemed like every few months... You get renewed. Now you get renewed, you know? This is how they're supposed to yeah. work. You know, it, it, mm -hmm. it's no coincidence, Andy, that Roma, they announced renewals by, 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 the, by the truckload while Juve, Inter, there's only one or two per season. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. finally. I, I know some will view this as bad. And even, you know, somebody like Zaniolo. Somebody who we all unilaterally believe should be handed a new contract, should be the focal point of the project moving forward. Even the fact that that is not getting done quickly should show you that there is really sort of a new regime, a new order at Trigoria. And I think that's a good thing. I, I, know, I know some are going to view, like Filippo, his story... Uh, they're going to view it as a negative. They're going to view it as uh, maybe like a black eye on Roma. They're going to view it as incompetence. But you know what, Andy? I, you could not continue with the status quo that we have seen for how long? Uh, 2000 and I mean, over a decade. Over a decade. If we want to, I mean, 2009, 2010, to me, that was more of a, an admiration, a, a one-off. That didn't lead to any sort of consistency. Nope. You need smart decisions to be made. You need calm decisions to be made. You need the important decisions to be made over time, not quickly and not by, uh, uh, not by the seat of your pants, okay? 
that is what led to things like Javier Pastore given four and a half million net per season. That is what led to Federico Fazio being given for no apparent reason a contract yeah. renewal by Petracchi. That is what led to so many catastrophic decisions that Roma right now are still paying for. Yeah. So I, I, I guess, you know, we have this match against Verona and we we're now talking about much bigger picture things. But to me, that's what this ultimately comes down to, because, you know, if you're talking about sacking the manager, you really are just you, 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 you can't see beyond the trees. You are not right. seeing uh, the bigger picture in all of this, because I, I, I just no. And, and listen, it's like. I mean, look, look uh, I was thinking about the example of Milan. See, Milan, Milan had, Milan were banter for so many years. They had Mirabelli Fassone come in and do uh, sort of like a Monchi, Monchi magic uh, trick on, on Milan, from which Milan then had to go through an incredible process of rebuilding. When Pio Stefano Pioli came in, Nobody expected him to succeed from day one. And that was Stefano Pioli. It was the management understood that there are there are changes that need to be made, but you need to go through shit in order to, to make certain changes, certain decisions, come to certain conclusions. Look at Milan. They've, they've managed to rebuild themselves. They've gained some confidence. They made steps forward. That was Stefano Pioli. You have Mourinho, who should be the, the sort of the guiding light. And I think he is. He is. He is sort of the figure that the feeds can hang on to. And I understand maybe somebody can criticize that. That oh, so much power to one man. But listen, we've we've seen time and time again how others have failed, and how certain decisions really didn't go the way we we wanted them to. Um, there was always the benefit of the doubt there was always time given oh we need we must give time we must give time to palotta we must give time to Zabbi di francesco we must give time to monchi and and i was always i was i always stood by that i if you if you listen to me talk about monchi i always was somebody who was trying to say you know what we'll i'll make my opinion about him once once this is everything is over once we can look back and and see what worked and what didn't this is why not why not do the same here if we're seeing finally that Roma are starting starting to take some accountability they're not in, they're not you know letting these guys off the hook um if if somebody like Vertu and his agent are are starting to 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 be pissed off because their starting place is not secured um you know that's a good thing that's a good thing it means listen everybody nobody's untouchable here so if you want to stay stay if you want to if you want to be part of something if you want to come in useful if you if if it works if you if if the manager sees something in you then fine but but don't you know don't let the door hit you on the way out um no problem so it's finally there is there is a sense of accountability a sense of organization i think i never had this feeling of oh you know what we're we're just free falling right now there is no plan i actually think that the fact that there is this modus operandi this this consensus that we stick with Mourinho, we we toughen it out 
it'll hurt, but we toughen it out. Um, it's it's good because I've seen far too many Romas try to go at anything, at a, at a trophy, at a renewal, too quick, jump to conclusions too quick, and it it rarely worked. So why do it now? It, it's it's the whole point of this is to grow. So why can't we just accept it and move on? Yeah, and I guess too beyond that, the other thing I, I'm I guess puzzled by it is if. Listen, I thought, okay, naively, naively, I thought they would finish in a Champions League place. Now, looking at the table from this past weekend, it was almost like a double shot. So you had the first shot to the left testicle, and then uh, the left testicle shot was Roma drawing two to two. And then the the follow-up, the counterpunch to the right came as uh, after Atalanta, Juve, Lazio, Milan, Inter... Everybody dropped points. So it was the one-two, which sucks. It hurts even more. But the the thing that I guess I'm having some difficulties grasping with was, I mean, did people think this was going to be pain-free? Did people just think that Jose Mourinho was going to come in here and pull off a a magic trick, that he was going to make Brian Cristante magically a a top-tier player, that he was going to make Ibanez not make silly mistakes at times? There were... For me, I don't know how you could have come into this season and not expected some sort of growing pains. And again, a lot of that reverts back to the fact that even if you do believe that Roma did a lot of uh, uh, reorganizing this past summer, if you look at it really from a bigger perspective, we're still dealing with, again, guys from the Ramon Monchi era. I mean, you... We just have to, I guess, have a more balanced approach in the way I think we discuss these matches, match after match. I mean, you talk, you know, you spoke of Karsdorp, man. He's not having as good of a season, in my opinion, as he did last season, but he's not having a bad season. But it's things like that where, you know, we're having really to rely on players who... Either Mourinho previously, again, said he is not uh, a, a huge fan of. Guys who were brought in by Roman Monchi that we widely thought were not that good. Guys that were brought in by Fienga and, and his agents. <laughs> and by we, Guys we that were brought in by Petraki. That's that's what we said uh, a few weeks ago, that this is, this is a, 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 you know, a melting pot of ideas and various projects that never worked on their own so why would it work when it all got mixed together it just does that's not that's not how football works you you have to have some kind of line of thought a consistent line of thought and not oh you know what we're gonna put kumbula in and we're gonna use cars oh cars was on his way out to atalanta and genoa just a year ago you know, like Brian Cristante was brought in by Monchi as an attacking midfielder. He's playing center back. You know, that's the kind of it will never work. It didn't work in the past. You gave that you, you gave those same guys to Fonseca. Didn't work. You gave those same guys to Mourinho. Let him let him handle the situation. Let him expose the problems. For sure. I, I think there's really no other way to put it. I, I don't want to go into the match stuff. We all agree Volpato, Bove, watching that is sensational. But I think going, you know, 
We're still in February, okay? And for the next three months, I don't want to be breaking down, you know, Sampdoria versus Roma and talking about, like, these finer tactical nuances because I think clearly we're, we're beyond the point where, you know, discussing this <laughs> two times per week and talking about, oh, this guy, that guy. I think we all have a pretty decent idea as to who needs to stay, who needs to go, where Roma need to upgrade. And again, sort of taking this on a granular level day by day, it really misses again the bigger picture in all of this because as you mentioned, time, 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 time. That is something that painfully, whether you want to accept it or not, we have been hearing it for a long time now. However, truly when you see a club actually backing up the words, I'm sorry, backing up their words with actions such as sticking with the manager when uh, it's a difficult moment. Andy, uh, under James Palalta, I don't know if I could guarantee that Jose Mourinho wouldn't have been sacked. I can't guarantee that, okay? I can't guarantee that Roma would have purchased some 33-year-old striker or midfielder or something along the lines and giving him an enormous wage, an absurd contract. Everything they are doing so far, they are back. This thing that we've heard, the second Mourinho came into the club, time, 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 three years, three years, three years. I I guess we've heard that pounded into our heads. I guess I just fail to understand how some still take this approach of the need for immediacy, the need for uh, the the need for an, uh, a a reaction now, not willing to I guess stick it out. I mean we've stuck we've stuck it out through much worse. I I know in our patron group somebody I forget who and I I'm not having a go at them, but somebody said like this is one of the most painful seasons ever. I don't know about you, man, but I, I mean this is like this is like my warm up. I don't even know if. This one makes me sweat on the train, you know, when no, I'm not doing at all. training. Consi- considering what's at stake, not at all. Not at all. Because we're not, we're again, we're not aiming sky high. And this was never meant to be a year where great things happen. I don't know um, who had this idea. I don't know, you know, what happened in, um, in the minds of fans and reporters alike who watched, uh, you know, Tiago Pinto uh, try and offload the likes of Nzonzi, Justin Clivert, Florenzi, uh, Fazio, on and on and on, and and try to uh, patch things up with Jacob. Then having you know th- these this stuff that obviously is part of any summer transfer window, but it's this was not gonna be the year where it all happens. This was gonna be a warm up. This is a warm up, and um. I again it's this is where the truth comes out then so be it because far too many times we saw Roma act just the way those players acted uh in that first half complacent a Roma that was very complacent in its decision making oh you know what this worked this was good enough to reach fourth fifth place that's fine and we'll get by you know we'll we'll sign somebody here somebody there but more or less we keep the we keep this the this this squad intact and and uh, that should be fine and it's not it's not you have to have some kind of consistency some kind of uh you know uh 
an understanding of of work, what works and what doesn't. If you just you know, if you just swipe everything aside and if you just say, oh, you know, it it works, but trust me, it works. It doesn't. You, you, as you said, you, you have players that were signed by Monch. You, you have players that were signed by Petrak. You have players that were signed by Fienga and company. It won't work. It doesn't work. This was never good enough. Um, if it takes, if it takes a few more losses for everybody to realize that, for the media to understand that fans sticking by Mourinho is not something, some personal agenda, but it's just the way it's supposed to go this time around. We're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not gonna get your, you know, your 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 uh, incredible time of the year where all of a sudden we can start to analyze. Oh, is is uh, is uh, Allardyce gonna come in and and be an interim coach? Is is Mazzari free? Oh no, he's not free. Damn it! Is is Ranieri free? Yes, he's free right now. So maybe maybe we have a Ranieri three zero. No, it's enough. Enough is enough. We've gone down that route. It doesn't work. That's painful. That's talk about painful. That's painful. This is nothing. This is this is where it's supposed to go. If you want to, if you want to go a different way, and I believe that Roma want to because uh, really you've tried that one door so many times. Now it's about time you go the other way. And um, if listen, I've I've done worse things than stick to a manager who's won twenty five and a half right. trophies. Okay, right. I've I've done worse things. So. There, there, that's my input for today. <laughs> okay, then, then let's end it there. Let's end it there because, uh, again, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know if I really have it in me to, you know, go down the fire points and break down Verona, Roma. We all saw what happened. We all love the young guys scoring. We all, you know, beyond the young guys scoring. Okay, it's not as if anything uh, 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 great is being revealed or any. It's not as if Andy, you know, this Roma is a team full of mystery, okay? We know who a lot of these guys are. We've had plenty of time to observe them. There's nothing new. This is about bigger picture, in my opinion. Um, and as you said about, you know, some of the media guys and some of our fellow colleagues, I just know that this is the time of the year where uh, Mauro Baldissoni was usually in his element yeah. because this is when it's moments like this that I do kind of miss the captain of... Uh, uh, team team baldy because this is when good boy motto would oh yeah start slowly leaking to <laughs> his usual group of two or three yeah. and then yeah. when he would get asked the same question by those outside of the group myself he would tell you some stupid crap <laughs> we've seen it we've heard it we, yeah yeah and we all know who it is we all know who it is yep. but uh yeah i i do admit that it's times like this where uh Mauro, i do miss you a bit my friend i hope you're doing well so let's leave it there i said we'll make this short and we're coming up on an hour so I, we've <laughs> we've gone way <laughs> too in depth that's what will do to you yeah. yes yes that's what they do to you. All right, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We will be back later in the week, uh, probably Thursday or Friday. So we will chat with you then. Ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.